All right. Hello, hello, hello. This is episode 14 of Derek and Deja. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is actually a Sunday recording. It, it just the most inconsistent podcast in the world. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. No. Yeah. Hey, but we doing it though. Every we, week we still putting them out. I mean, that's something. Uh-huh. We, we, need, we need a very strict recording schedule you know what i'm saying yeah and a and a release schedule as well mm-hmm. so figure something out i am super high i'm not i'm not gonna beat around the bush <laughs> i am very high uh i mean we could take that l and leave the ac on Nah. <laughs> the podcast comes before my comfort oh jeez. oh uh, man don't be acting on drain and hot now Oh no, I'm good. Uh, school's out for the summer. Oh Jesus! School's out forever. <laughs> it's not forever. You know that song? <laughs> school's out for the summer. Whoa! No. School's out forever. Man, you so uh, you so urban. <laughs> that sounds like an urban song. What are you talking about school's nah, out forever? Nah, man, that sounds like some suburban uh, white person stuff. Yeah, that song that you were just singing. Yeah. You the one that know it, not me. I'm from the suburbs. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Speaking of being from the suburbs. Oh geez. Okay. Yeah, going right into it. Uh-huh. So we we were having an off air discussion about a tweet, and the tweet was that it said something like, "Man, NBA players just don't come from the trenches anymore." Mm. You know, and like, and the trenches meaning from the hood, mm-hmm. being from like the worst of the worst. And so someone was saying that we need to stop making being black synonymous with being impoverished Mm -hmm. you know or having some type of rough upbringing that it's okay like it's kind of like in our culture the the worse you have it you know what i'm saying once you make it to the top it's like oh my gosh the more idolized you are even even without making it to the top Mm -hmm. like when you just have people talking about black people who are suburban Mm -hmm. um it's almost sometimes it's almost as as if they're speaking down to them as if they're lesser or something Mm mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? No, and, yeah, and it's know. and it's a weird thing. It is weird, and honestly, it shouldn't be. That shouldn't be accepted in in any community. So it's like so. But when we speak out upon it, then we're looking at as if like I mean, y'all just complain about something else now. It's like I feel like that's what's really being. It's like we're celebrating the people that actually made it, and they had to go through so much. So what what's the problem? It's like the problem is everyone don't have to go through trauma. To make it, in, you know, in the situation, and and that and that same trauma you're speaking of, it shouldn't be idolized, mm-hmm. uh, not idolized, but glorified. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not something that you should want other people to have to go through. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think so much of our community has to go through that. And I think so much of our culture, like even our mainstream culture, like. With hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, and then again, like with the NBA, you know, professional athletics, so much of it is synonymous with like street life, you yeah. know, that they glorify people who who came from this type of environment, and I think it kind of needs to get to a point where we start glorifying other things, mm-hmm. because being black is not synonymous with being poor. No, it's or, not. or struggling is not. But but so much of our story, when you think about, man, when you think about Tyler Perry films, mm-hmm. 
when you think about a lot of don't our, get us started on when, Tyler Perry now. Whoa, whoa. When you think about a lot of our like uh, rap music, uh-huh. you think about our depiction and TV shows and the movies. It's like most of it is being depicted as just like struggling and having it so hard and, and stuff like that. Have to go like through that. a game just to survive the neighborhood yeah. or whatever the case may be. It's yeah. like okay, that's that wasn't us. <laughs> and that, you're right, and, that, and that's not our only story. Like Jesus you know? Christ, that's not our only story, and. I remember someone was saying there aren't many black coming of age stories. Mm-hmm. So like coming of age, you think of, it's like when you're a teenager, like teenage stories mm-hmm. of just like going through teenage stuff and not stuff that's involving gangs or violence, but like regular teenage, you know, puberty, like movies pimples. like that. So you remember like the movie Superbad where it had um, John... Michael Sarah, the skinny dude, uh-huh. and they had the big dude. What's his name? Um, man, it's escaping me. Man, um, Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Remember Superbad? Dang, yeah. They had <laughs> Seth Rogen as the police officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like a coming of age story. It's about teenagers. They're going through teenage stuff. They trying to Make hook up with girls. They trying to drink. <laughs> they trying to drink. Like it's just regular teenage stuff, and man. we don't really have too many black movies that are just coming of age stories. Mm, keep thinking. The wood. The wood. They were not in a game. Maybe. Pew, 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 pew. Please stop! Please stop, man! <laughs> stop with these noises. That that might be one. That, that is one. That that okay. Definitely okay. one. Can you think of a second one? Loving basketball. I was gonna say that too. <laughs> okay, loving basketball. Uh-huh. Can, you think, can you think of a third one? Who? <laughs> it's getting hot to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't know yet. But no, I mean, I mean that's the point though. It's just mm-hmm. like we need more movies depicting different perspectives when it comes to our experiences, yeah. And not just this. It's so hard. Boys in the hood. Um, what's the other one? I will, I, I kind of would say society. Friday. Uh, the Friday movies. Friday. I wouldn't say they. These are grown men. I wouldn't say they're coming of age. They were considered grown men. Friday was still kind. And of they like, were not in. They were not in games. Friday still kind of ratchet, bro. It, not kind. It's definitely ratchet. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm talking about regular, just suburban. Oh, um, dang! What's the movie that did a spinoff with? Um, uh, Jeez, right? Nah, go ahead. No, what is that other movie? Uh, well, I'm thinking about Boys and Men because I guess in the song it had the Boys and Men song. Boys in the Hood? No, no, no. Minutes to Society? No, it's another. <sighs> what's the plot? It's about these four guys. One was a football player. Remember, he ended up getting he married. The one dude wrote the book about their friendship. Oh, you're talking about uh, you're talking about the best man. There you go. That was coming of age too. It's not coming of age. Yes, it was because they were adults, but they were just like they were rem- in college. They were adults. No, but rem- the backstory rem- was back when they were in college. Reminiscing hey, about being in college. Yes, that's coming of age. They're showing the backstory. Nah. None of them was from the hood. I'm t- <laughs> They were not. It need, it got to be present. Oh, whatever. You you coming <laughs> of age like you 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 growing into your. But that was still another black movie that wasn't depicting black people as being poor. These were people coming from college. They all successful to a point. You know, it was just it's a normal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey. It was regular drama. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. But let me ask you a question. Do you feel as though? Your experience doesn't mean as much because you didn't have to struggle as much as other people. Mm. Not that you didn't have to struggle. I would say, or or or, or 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 that your parents didn't have to, but 
because you didn't have to as much as other people, do they get some type of badge of honor over you or their experience means more or anything like that? That's what the media is saying, though. The media is putting out as in their story is more important than mine because I was looked upon as being more no, privileged. No, 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 no media. I'm talking okay. about simply we go on Twitter. Mm-hmm. This is a tweet from a regular person True. saying that there are no more NBA players from the trenches. So there's no more NBA players from the hood. Okay. And one of the NBA players named Donovan Mitchell, he said, and like, like, what are you, Straight so <laughs> what are you saying? So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, again, you, you start to romanticize the pain that you're going through. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, so our culture has romanticized being hood and being street to the point where if you aren't that, some people view that as like being negative. Mm-hmm. Are you from the suburbs? You're not black anymore. Yeah. It pretty much take away my black heart. Right. So not the media, but I'm saying just regular people. Mm. Do you feel as though your experience means less than, than theirs or somebody else's? Probably, yeah. No, you, you feel that way? Do I feel? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes why, do you, I do. why do you feel like it Sometimes means Sometimes, no, as in like, I'm saying yes, as in that's what people see it as. I don't feel like my story is I'm, less. I'm asking you. Okay, well then, no. No, I don't feel like my story is less. Okay. It's because I didn't come from that type of background that you probably came from. And and why don't you feel like it's le- it means less? I mean, because it, it, I, I went through my own. Even if I, I didn't have to go through the crazy stuff they probably had to go through, whatever the trenches is, you know, it's still it's like it's still life, and I had to go through it. So it's like you saying my life is my life is less than yours, like because yeah, not as hard as yours because I didn't have to go through the same thing you did. Right. At the end of the day, I still had to get up, put my pants on, just like you, and figure out what I'm going to do when I walk out that door. Mm-hmm. And and one of the tweets, um, one of the replies to the main tweet mm-hmm. was, again, you 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 make being black synonymous with being, being street or being from the hood. Mm-hmm. And then it says something about this is why Mikey Williams has to put on his persona and act like he hard when, he, when he's not. He's mm-hmm. suburban. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And... He he does do that. Mm. You so know? we were just talking about this as well, talking about how Tupac had to put on this persona, and that's the way to be accepted. that could be a possibility of why he got killed because it's like people putting on these personas, mm-hmm. acting as if things that they're not. They have nothing to do with it. They didn't come from that background. He he did come from I an mean, impoverished background, but he didn't have to go through some of the stuff he was putting on as in as if he was that hood. He was right. not. So right. it's like. People, yeah, people do do it every day. And and it's been many people who have said that Tupac wasn't that character. He mm-hmm. was acting out. Yeah. You know, like that he was very artsy, you know. He actually went to an art school. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how him and Jada met. And then and then when you look at his previous, uh, like, videos when he was young. Mm-hmm. He you articulated everything so you well. See and he, and he <laughs> not putting on none of that. Uh-uh. So, so to look at him as a teenager, and I don't mean teenage like 13. I mean like 16. Mm-hmm. Like, he up there. Yep. You see him as he is, the artsy kid. And then at some point, you just see this, the flip. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people were saying the flip was that persona. Him stepping into a role. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to play this person. And partially, it could have been because he wanted to be accepted by the culture. Mm-hmm. And our culture was big on being Because that was that time with, with Ice Cube and all of them, right? So Snoop Dogg, that whole little era. So he came right after them. So it's like, yeah, he had to. 
and and I would agree with it because being from the from the suburbs, mm-hmm. um, I know plenty. I know plenty of of guys and and girls who who uh who put on this persona mm-hmm. of being like hood or being this and that when they aren't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what's and the craziest thing the one of the biggest examples of it that I've ever seen there was a there was this young woman when we were freshmen we had class together mm-hmm. right and I remember her being a certain way when we was freshmen and stuff right and then she had moved or some something or whatever but then she ended up going to TSU <laughs> you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and when I saw her again at TSU totally she different. was acting completely like the most hood most ratchet most and I'm just sitting there like, like I don't know what happened in those years, those few years. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, few as in like two or three years you were gone from Desoto. But this isn't this isn't even who you are. So she was acting like Nunu. Yeah, like Nunu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that right there. Mm-hmm. Trying to be an accept, trying trying to trying to get accepted by by the culture. Mm-hmm. You know, same I know same I thing. I always get uh, deemed as not being regular black, quote unquote. Because it's like with the rap music and everything, I I am not that inclined. I I do have my fair share of listening to rap and hip hop and all of that. But there's a lot of stuff, and when we go out and go, I go hang out with certain people. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Can we put it on something else? Like put it like put it on the new Drake album. Yeah, something. You know, it's like no, just because I'm black doesn't mean I'm supposed to know that song, or know that artist, or listen to this person. Like no. Mm-hmm. And why do we look down upon? It's like why are you coming against me because I don't know that. I... Yeah, and I th- and I think we had a discussion about this previously where we were talking about how. Um, I know when I was younger, mm-hmm. I had someone tell me that I text too proper. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and 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 that was like my like my very first experience with it. Mm-hmm. Like not saying. Because because they lived where I lived, so they couldn't say that. But they were just saying that I was texting too proper, and you hear some people say that, "Oh, you talk white because you're speaking properly," mm. you know. And so that was that was that was my first taste of it, like eighth grade, <laughs> and I was like, and again, and then it made me it made me it made me start yeah. trying to trying to imitate what other people were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're like, uh, should I be listening to that talking? I don't even like it though. I mean, I I like when music. do I when do I switch it on? No, I'm talking about some of the music. Some artists I can't get down with. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. No, I mean I'm into all the music, but just just I just wanted to talk about like just your experience, yeah. you know. But but no, but no, I think again it is important that, like we were saying before, that we put certain people into the forefront mm-hmm. and try to make that the norm to try to be like, you know, it's not just honor. And I don't want to say it the wrong. It's it's not like being poor and not honorable. Mm-hmm. You like you understand what I'm saying? Period. Like it can be the depending on how you how you like like handle it. Mm-hmm. Like handle you like someone who handles their situation well mm-hmm. and went through a lot and still persevered and all that. Yeah, that's honorable. But just being poor, period. And you're saying it's just honorable is not. That's not the only and right then, of passage. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, me being poor means more than you coming from sub- sub- suburb. Oh, you didn't have to go through nothing. You know, like so. We're like, excuse me. So, so. I'm sorry that my parents made it. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, and really that's all that's about. Mm-hmm. It's really just about your parents. Yeah. You know, it really has nothing to do with you. Nope. Because now what you going to do? Yeah. Your parents get put you in this situation. Uh-huh. Either you're going to come out from it or what? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> what? God, uh, just think about old stuff. Like what? No, nah, just... I mean, literally what people... You know, with the childhood and stuff like that. Like, I'm sorry that my mom was able to, my dad was able to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Or that I got two parents. Like, mm-hmm. it's just some stuff that kids used to make fun of you back in the day. It's like... For having two parents? It's a lot of stuff. You wasn't in part of the in crowd. It's like certain things people will say, like, okay. Somebody said something to you about having two parents? Are as you, in being... Pri- no, like, no, as in, like, being privileged. Oh, you only doing it because you got so old because you, you think you're better than us because it's, like, stuff like that. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. I would never let somebody say something like that to me. Mm. Not saying that. Just, I'm just saying, like, I would have been like, what's that even mean? Like, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Man, the segues are a bit harder today. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have to do what I did last time and just be like. Just spe- a random stuff. Speaking of, yeah. But uh, trying to keep it somewhat similar. Um, yo, your, your Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Your Michael Jackson. Beyonce. Came out with this song. And I and you know what? Dang, I don't even know the, remember the song title. Mm-mm. But but basically, um, in the song, she talked about working this nine to five and struggling and not being into what she was doing, and just quitting so she could pursue her dreams. And in the, the same the same night when the song came out, mm-hmm. there were different people who were who were tweeting, and they were just saying like, "So you have this this billionaire, same you know, she saying, like, nine to five. like doing this cosplay thing, like." As if she's struggling and, and going through this hard experience and making a song about being poor as if she, like, as if she relates to it when she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then, which is like, okay, you know, it's here or there, right? But then the response to it is some people were actually saying that they've quit their job because of it, that it inspired them or it was a sign. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how do you think that's going to go over? <laughs> Y'all should not be listening to Beyonce talking about quit your job. If you don't have a plan, I'm sorry. You better keep your 9 to 5 until you figure that point out. Yeah, it was this woman that worked at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I think she was 22. She worked at Starbucks. She said she she just hadn't been feeling it. She and, wasn't motivated anymore. Yeah. You know. And then when the song came out, it was a sign. And she quit. When this song from Beyonce came out, it was it's a sign for me to quit my job and pursue my dream. Yeah, granted, she I think that she had something going on. I guess she was doing part time, or mm-hmm. they didn't say what, but yeah, that motivated her to quit. I mean, really, it just kind of reminds me of: Have you been on Instagram or or Twitter, and you see like those entrepreneur entrepreneur uh, pages, mm-hmm. and they be talking about basically always talking about it's better being an entrepreneur than working nine to five and all this type of stuff, like. Basically trying to get people to quit their job and, and pursue something. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I love the people that always say these are the five key things to prepare you to either quit your job or start a business. You just, these five main reasons. Yeah. It's like all of that is BS to me. Yeah. Like everything isn't for everyone. No. You know, for sure. But then also, again, like with even even with hearing the song from Beyonce and saying it's a sign, the reason you think it's a sign is because 
you have her on some type of pedestal mm -hmm. as if this this message means something because it's coming from her because if a regular person said it to you you'd be like i mean you just turn I, on the tv you hear every other commercial you hear what as in like oh okay start this this is how you start your own etsy career this is how you start your own amazon thing i don't know how about you do TV. youtube I, I, it's it's so many different ways that you can start your own business you could do this from home or what just on being on youtube well yeah on youtube yeah it's like okay you could start your amazon account and do run a small business like you hear it all the time so they putting it in your face at all time acting as, acting as if like this is something attainable for yeah. everyone and and those things are scams oh yeah like, like but like for instance so a lot of it something i would see over and over was about amazon drop shipping mm -hmm. right <laughs> by the time people started doing tutorials about Amazon dropshipping, it was already too late. It's oversaturated. Mm -hmm. So by the time somebody comes to you and says, I have a course for this much to show you how to, it's too late. Mm -hmm. Like like people have already ran through it, and now this is just like the residual, like what's left. Mm -hmm. And what's left is just somebody trying to sell you a course that they aren't actively doing. Nope. Because if you, listen, if it's so easy to make six figures doing Amazon dropshipping, right? Why are you wasting your time trying to sell me a hundred dollar course? It doesn't even make sense. You should do it for free then. <laughs> you should just put it out there. Yeah. And again, just being impressionable, mm -hmm. you know, being impressionable. Have you ever fell for something like that? Mm. Have you ever fell for any scams? I got scammed one time. Bad. What is that? Tell no, tell your story of when you got scammed. I feel I, I feel um, like I felt for something. No, I got scammed like like some like like some fraud some fraud shit. Mm -hmm. Like somebody scammed me on some like bank account fraud type thing. God dang. Yeah. Um. When I think about it now, it didn't really affect me. It didn't really affect me anyway. But I got scammed mm -hmm. like a bank account. Mm -hmm. thing. I don't want to talk too much about it. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I feel like a lot of people always come to me. Um, but let me say one thing. Uh-huh. The account didn't have any money in it. Oh, okay. So it didn't really end up affecting me. Because I think the bank realized that something happened mm -hmm. to me. So they just didn't do anything. So, but go ahead. Um... I feel like the only thing people really present me with is like um, pyramid schemes and all that. Mm. Those get presented a lot. Like Herbalife? Yeah, Herbalife. Um, what else? It's like some type of stock thing or something. I don't know. It was one of my old coworkers. Um, she said she's investing into it and you supposed to... You and 10 friends supposed to come together, put some money in. That's the pyramid, yeah. Yeah, and it's like... I'm like mm -mm. any anytime the main thing is like you need to go get more people to join. Yeah, I'm it's like pyramid scheme. I'm like, but you still work. Nah. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. it's like I get presented with stuff like that all the time. Uh, I can't really think of a like someone scamming me like out of money like that. Like so. Yeah. It's like, but I always get, it's like, you see the red flags when they present you with something. I see the red flags. Ha, have you ever been approached by somebody on the street who was playing like, uh, 
one of them card games. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or when they be like the little ball. No. Let me just... Kroger. When I used to work at Kroger. So, it's this thing. And the crazy thing, um, during your training at Kroger, they tell you how to watch out for people that comes in the store and ask for change. Like, if they buy something, and they be like, and you break down their bill. Because it's fake. Then, no, no. That you break down their bill, right? And so, you give them that money back, right? So, you give them your yeah. change. And then they be like, oh, can you break this down? And then can you break this down? Okay, no, 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 no. And then they confusing you, and they actually get more money than what they were actually supposed to be. That's really yes, and it actually happened to me. But I'm so like I guess anal. I'm like, stop. Let me count out how much you actually supposed to have. You know, I'm like, but other than that, I'm not breaking it down anymore because I have a line. So it's like, but I caught it. It's like it's a good thing they took you so through they, their training. So they keep asking you to break bills down mm-hmm. in the hopes of confusing you. Yes. So so show me an example. Like you come, so you come like, to my register. So it's like okay, say they they bring you a hundred. Okay, thank you for the hundred. I'm gonna uh-huh. give you five twenties. No, they they give you hundred. They pay for their stuff. You give them back. They change. A hundred. So mm-hmm. Okay. They give you a hundred. They they change probably sixty dollars back, right? So you so give I them three twenties. Uh huh. But now they say, oh, can you break down this twenty? So they so like, so I will give it to them and then take the one twenty in my hand mm-hmm. and then take out and then write that down, right? But in the midst of breaking down in twenty, they probably said a five. You know, they probably want a ten and five and five ones, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the midst of you breaking that down, they be like, they put another twenty down. You like, oh, and can you break that down too? So it's like you breaking it down, and then they get that money back. Oh snap! Can you break down this five? But you realizing every time they do it, they keep adding or subtracting money while you doing it, and not realizing they probably taking more money because it's like that's sophisticated scam. That that is, and it's really fast thinking, and they will trick you. They they target younger people, yeah, or older people, yeah, because it's like at the end of the day, you trying to get them out, but it's like you realizing. They only had twenty dollars. Why I have like fifteen twenties up here, and so they probably just keep getting more and more money from you. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Cause they will, they probably just reach down and get it. And be like, oh no, actually, can you just break this down real quick? Mm-hmm. And I realizing, you know, they're you, taking money from you. You know what's crazy is, uh, I was at a, I was at a corner store in Houston, mm-hmm. right? And and this is when my car had broken down. You remember when I talked to you about my car being messed mm-hmm. up, the Prius. Man, I was whipping that Prius, man. I was whipping that Prius. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Prius broke down, so I, I, I walked to the corner store. And when I was there, I was in line. And this guy came up to me, and he had the little the little board mm-hmm. with the little ball and, like, the three. It was either three cards or it was, like, three bottle caps or three caps of some sort. And he was just, like, you know, doing the, if you can guess it, if you can guess it, mm-hmm. I give you, I give you this, this money, right? And so I'm just entertaining it, and I I was like, is that one right there? And he picked it up, and it was it was the ball was underneath it, right? Mm-hmm. And so he said, here you go, it's a hundred dollars. And I said, no, I said I'm not gonna take it. And he was, and, he, and then he began to insist on me taking it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because he wants you to play again. And I was just no, and not even that, but it's just like, <laughs> I think it was just about like. Putting me on the hook for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, making it seem like I couldn't leave. Mm. Right? Because it's like like a hood nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He ain't got nothing else to do. That's why he at the fucking corner store trying to run a scam with somebody. Mm-hmm. But, like, trying to put me on the hook for it, trying to get me in anything, 
and talking about, no, nah, you're going to take this money. And I'm like, I ain't, taking, I ain't taking the money. You know what I'm saying? And it just turned into a thing. And eventually the store clerk told him to, told him to leave. But, like, the thing with that game, <clears throat> it's like somehow when they when they moving the ball around, mm-hmm. like, they're doing this thing where they're, they're lifting it up slightly. So, like, let's say if I'm lifting it up towards you, mm-hmm. you don't see that there's a gap. In the back, if I'm if I'm putting the caps up, right, mm-hmm. and I grab the ball, and then just basically be switching them around, and then basically, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The ball won't even be on the board, and I'm just shuffling it around. So then you end up just saying that one, and the ball isn't under any of them, and then you say that one, and then it's not there. And then when they pick the other one up, they still have it in their hand. They put it down and pick it up. That's that's all it is. What the three word? three card monster, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't see people lose hella money doing that shit. Because usually, and, and again, when the dude came, he, see, he didn't even come to me with it. He came with another person as if they were arguing. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No. He was like, so like, because it's all a game. Everybody's in on it except you. Mm-hmm. So if you see five people right there arguing and they like, hey, come here right quick. Let's see if you can, like, everybody's in on it mm-hmm. except you. And I've seen people lose racks. Cause they thought it was so easy. Yep. Yeah, I saw, I saw somebody ready to fight over it, bruh. But it was too late. That's crazy. And it was like five of them. Nah, you was done. You out of there. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mhm. I'm not gonna lie to you. We're gonna have to do the bad. Uh, we're gonna have to do the bad mm-hmm. segues today. Definitely. Okay, so. Speaking of speaking of hood niggas, nah, but like so, there's a new law in Florida that says that police um are allowed to pull you over for playing loud music. It can give you a a, a fine of up to one hundred and fourteen dollars. What do you what do you think about that? Oh, uh, I'm about to get a whole lot of fines. If it was here, I'm uh, about to get a whole lot of fines because I know my music be loud. But how can they? That that is. It's subjective. Yeah, it is. You know, because it's it's up to who thinks it's loud. Like, what level is not loud enough, and then what level makes it too loud? Yeah, because if you say, I can go midway based off my car, it's like, you might think my music is way too loud if I just go to the medium part, you know? Because I think mine can get up to 40, go to 40 notches for my music. I mean, And for then plus car. adding up the volume from your phone, because you, they can make it loud even more or less loud yeah, based off but, that. So it's like, how can you tell me if my music is too loud? Maybe they're talking about people with like subs and shit in their trunk. They, that, that, uh, speakers and everything. Yeah, the, yeah mm, probably mm, that. Like your, yeah. I, I can see how that can get annoying. Annoying, okay, but like what makes it to where it's, it's okay you for get you a to, ticket. to find someone? Probably that. I, that To me, that would be the only case. I know my music can get loud, but I just don't care. Is it obstructing people's, uh, ability to draw no so what but if you're what going makes it, through i guess if you're going through a residential area so, with your music that loud what makes it to where midday because mm-hmm. i'm not talking about at night let's say it's midday noon i'm driving around and i had a sub the subs and they hitting you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but what makes it to where you should just be able to find me for that though I guess certain certain time of day. <laughs> I, I to me, the only way that that can really stick is probably at night. 
during the day. I mean, I'm sure they're going to be doing it all the time. Yeah. But yeah. during the day, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. Everybody's up. I mean, I mean, regardless though, it's like for a second, you know what I mean? Like now, if you were just if you were just posted up and you just had the you just had the doors open and you just playing shit as loud as you can, you in, in the your neighborhood, own neighborhood, yeah, and somebody's like, "Yo, I need you to like chill out with that." Like for instance, if me and you sitting here doing this podcast and somebody just bumping and bumping their shit, but just sitting there, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, can you stop because you're disturbing the peace, mm-hmm. right? But at the point where you might just be driving through. Hey. It's just a few seconds. Yeah. But then what if people get mad? Because it's like, if I'm just sitting outside with my music blasting and it's during the day, why can't I just blast my music? Because I know I've done it at home. I've turned my music up really loud just to wash my car in front of the house. So it's like, you telling me I can't do that at my own house? I don't care if I'm disturbing the pieces as long as it's not at night. So for you, it's about being at night or not? Yeah, to me, it's like, okay, that is at night. That's a certain time. You know, majority of people are actually asleep. I'm going to tell you the truth, man. Sometimes when I when I when when you hear about some of these laws and shit, mm-hmm. um, there was somebody who said a long time ago that they'll make things that black people do illegal as a reason to put you in jail. Mm. So, like, as a reason to fine you. But then some some niggas don't have the money to pay the fine, mm-hmm. so essentially it's like eventually you are gonna end up in jail over it. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So we'll find well, I'll find the things that you do as a people, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna make that illegal, and then once that is illegal, I'll have you back in the I'll have you back in the prison, and then once you in the prison, you're not seen as a human anymore. You a number. Mm-hmm. You property of the state. Thus. You can be enslaved because um, the 13th amendment only says you can't be a, like a free person can't be a slave like okay basically you can't be enslaved right unless you've been like charged of a crime or something mm-hmm. so it's like a workaround so if i can if i have a system that can put you into the jail and, and put a put a charge on you and whatever right and you're convicted i can then make you work for free and that's what and that's what happens with prison labor. So you so again, to me and you, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody bumping their music outside may not be that big of a problem. Like it's like okay, it's inconvenient sometimes, you know what I mean? But like to the point where it's like we just gonna go around finding people for for loud music. Let's say you don't have the money to pay the fine, right? Mm-hmm. End up in jail, giving labor. Yep. The first thing that that comes to mind is about uh, with Boosie, and he was talking about how you know people. Uh, d- does he have a felony? Yeah, bro. Does he have a felony? Boosie, listen. Boosie was <laughs> yeah, in jail. You remember all them years Boosie was in jail? Yeah. He was in jail over some murders. Boosie was about to. If I if I'm not mistaken, Boosie could have got the death penalty. He was saying that once you serve and you've been um, deemed as uh, n- not guilty, yeah, that stuff should be able to come off your record. You shouldn't be still be walking around as considered a felon. Like, right, but the thing is... To me, that's another way of them keeping them. It's like, even if you serve or you've been proven guilty or not guilty, whatever the case may be, you have proven that you have not done it. Or if you go to jail for something and you served your time, do you still believe that they should still go around like with an with an A on their chest at all times? 
I think what Boosie was saying was some backward shit. Cause I, I don't know that like, that's just, so he was convicted of, of of murder, right? And he was talking not, about not convicted. He was charged. But he was talking about with uh, the ability to carry the gun and all that. Right, right. But he but he was charged with murder and mm-hmm. he beat it eventually. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that felony. I don't think that stayed on his record. He's probably a felon from something different. Just saying shit. Oh. But but I do agree that like the whole felon label, mm-hmm. right? It 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 can it can make you like sub. It can make you a sub citizen, but then it can make you subhuman. Yeah, because it's like you can't get a job, you can't get a house, you can't even rent an apartment. You can't go to college. You can't do anything with it. Yeah, you can't go so to college. So for people you can't that actually gun. didn't do anything and have that on their record, it's like they doomed. Yeah, even if you did do something, I mean, it's like at what point did you get a Because because like because prison was about, to my understanding, was about being uh, uh, rehabilitated. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay. So, for you to come out of prison, you do 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. But you still have the label of a felon. What you're saying to me is that... That's life. I mean, but, okay, <laughs> what, like 10 years, whatever. No, I'm talking about as in after you come out, you still got the felon record. That's yeah, life. Yeah. But, like, what it's saying to me is that your 20 years of having this person in prison, it didn't do anything. Mm-mm. Because you're still putting something on them that says they're not a regular person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then... By having a felony, you're more likely to go back into jail. You're more likely to commit more crimes because you can't, again, you can't get adequate housing. You can't get a good job. You can't go back to school. Like, it's like you're bound to to have something bad happen again or commit another crime. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine being a criminal and saying, I'm, I'm going to change my, I'm going to turn my life around. But then you can't even get into, like, an apartment complex that doesn't have other criminals around you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a lose lose. It's a form of slavery. Yep. It's, a, and I ain't even want to just take it there because there was there was something else that we that um, man that we had talked about and you asked me if I wanted to talk about it and I was like nah. It was the Negro Negroes for sale oh, post yeah. and I was like nah it's too it's too it's too deep <laughs> but it, I mean it goes there mm-hmm. you know it goes there. And they were talking about um, how it's like we have women that's housebroken. I didn't understand that part. I was like, she's housebroken. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm going to have to Google it. That she's not domesticated anymore? That she, I guess that she is. That she, because she's housebroken. So I was like, I was so, I was like, what does that even mean? Like, I guess that she know how to take care of a home. Like, she know how I to cook and clean and all that. I don't understand we gotta, the context. We got to. Go back to slavery time. They, like they were selling everybody. They were these are the criteria. They this is what Wait, they had on the poster. It said that on the poster. Yeah, did you oh, not read it? Damn. Yes. That Let means me like a dog. Yeah. That means like a dog. Mm-hmm. Shit. That oh here you go right here. It's t- it's at twenty five field hands trained at hoeing, chopping, um, thrashing, plow- um, plowing, and they're a peaceful lot. Uh-huh. No troublemakers, strong, can work in the heat all day long. Ten boys being ta- taught to drive wagons and fetch. Quick learners. Eighteen women, eight with um, eight with future insurance. All house trained, clean cooking, ironing, making beds. Six girls, um, quiet, not headstrong, manageable. 
Mm-hmm. One female, superior cook and excellent seamstress, also for, for sale at one o'clock. And then they also include like the cows and hogs and all that. But this was all Negroes for sale by public auction. All of this was on the flyer back in 1848. 1848. That was a flyer, y'all. That's like 170 years ago. It's not that long. Mm-mm. You know, it's not that long ago. It's like 180 years, I think. Mm. About 170. Yeah, 174 to be there. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> what, the flyer? Or, yes, or how, or, everything. How everything was the flyer. It's like this was just normal. Or how short, short of a time it was. Short of a time. Everything. Everything. Yeah. D, all of the above. Because even, even by the time where um, slavery wasn't allowed mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You still had Jim Crow, and then beyond Jim Crow, you still had forms of uh, discrimination, mm-hmm. which still there's still remnants of it today. Mm-hmm. You know, there was something when I was in college, right? I was doing this this presentation about the black, the economic state of Black America, mm-hmm. and one of my, my my points was about black unemployment or or the ability to not get the same type of employment as your counterpart Mm -hmm. regardless of your background so there was this study where this company took two resumes made the resumes identical the only thing different on both resumes was that one had a white sounding name and one had a black sounding name sent these resumes out the one that had a white sounding name got way more interviews And and I don't want to put a number on it because I don't know off the top of my head because this was like this was in 2016 when I, when I did this uh presentation but it's just crazy like like everything the exact same same college same GPA same previous experience same organizations same leaderships you know what I'm saying positions like and you didn't have to change anything because the way you describe everything on your resume is not a gender I mean a a race <laughs> column like. Because I'm black, I go to this, this. It's like you do volunteer work anywhere you go. You go. It's like, so Listen, it's literally just the names that's being it changed. Was the, it was only <laughs> the name. But the name depicted whether you were white or black. Yeah. Wow. Huh. And, and then go back to the loud music. This goes into effect July 1st. Yeah. In, in yeah, this is Sunday. So Friday. This coming up Friday. This is going to affect. Is this actually on Friday? Yeah. Damn, man. I feel like the summer is just already about to be over. <laughs> Damn. Because no, y'all haven't really started yet. I know, but man, June is just like. Monday will be his June. first day of, of like being free from work. Well, you have to well, sign in remotely, though. I got to do something. No, oh. I don't want to talk about it. So, but, like, man. Summer, so, Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday can be a first yeah, official sum, day. Summer is just Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, man. Why'd you bring that up? <laughs> or did I bring it up? You brought it up. See? It has me discombobulated. Jesus, God. Yeah. Speaking of Amazon. No, so... so Amazon it says, it says that Alexa will will start to have the ability to mimic people's voices, mm-hmm. including deceased people, 
And as soon as as soon as I saw this, right, mm-hmm. I thought about the episode of Black Mirror that you and I watched, you know. And and in Black Mirror again, we had spoken about it previously on on an episode, but it's it's a show that's about the potential downfalls of having advanced technology, and so it has all of these different types of uh, scenarios. So it's it's not like a it's not like a a, a TV show that's following like a script or a timeline. Mm-hmm. Every episode is its own episode, start to finish. You know, no next episode is about the previous one. So mm-hmm. they're all within their own realm, and it's talking about a different part of technology in the future, and it's showing you what can happen with that technology. And so one of the episodes was about this guy who would always be on his phone, always tweeting, you know what I'm saying, always just doing whatever. And he actually ended up uh, being in a car crash and dying. Mm-hmm. And so this woman, I think it was her sister, she told the man's fiance or, or wife, hey, like, you can actually have him, right? Like his same personality mm-hmm. programmed into a computer and he'll basically say or respond to things the same way that the that the that the man would, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Because we we've collected so much data from him, we know what he thinks about this subject and what he thinks about that one. We know how he talks because of everything he tweeted. Yeah. We know this and that. We have we have clips of his voice. Yeah. We they put it they all pretty together. much set it up as in it was like an app or something. Yeah. That you had to register and then they go and search all his website, every platform he was on. Yeah. They looked through his phone contacts, everything dealing with technology. They was able to get a hold of, and just start replying the way, even sounding the way he was sound. Right. And, and the reason it's crazy is because, like, Amazon is putting this out as in not only can it mimic somebody's voice, but it says including a deceased relative. Mm-hmm. So if you can find a clip of, like, one of your relative's voices that's passed away, mm-hmm. you can make your Alexa sound like that person. The only thing they got to do is, like, listen to people's voicemail messages if they have Man, that's it. crazy. Would Call you? Logs. But like, if you had somebody you that you loved, Mm-mm. if they passed away, would you want your Alexa to sound like that? No, sir. No. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's no way for you to get over a loss. That's crossing too many boundaries, man. Yeah, that is freaky as hell. But it's like just thinking about it, it's like because in within the show, y'all, she was like she started off just by texting her dead husband. So th- I feel like that's what. Amazon is doing they like okay now you could just hear their voice but like she started off with just texting him and then she was like I wish I could hear your voice like she had a bad day she like dang I actually wish I could talk to you You're like you can and he called her yeah yeah that was the <laughs> freaky part of th- th- this episode it was like dang so she started talking to him on, on the phone it's like you pretty much stopped doing your day-to-day because now that's all you want to do is talk to them because you know this person is gone but yeah. because you still have a little piece of them you're going to, con- that's all you're going to be consumed with. Right. And now that you that you said that, yeah, at first it started out as an app. Yeah. And and she was responding to this app. But then by becoming so connected with the app and feeling like it was him, mm-hmm. she actually had a, like a, a Android body delivered. So now this, this, this uh, AI, they put it into like a physical body with skin and all this type mm-hmm. of stuff trying to walk around acting like it's a regular person. Yeah. No, it was crazy. 
<laughs> because yes, it's sir. like if you once we allow this part you can that's only what, that's imagine what's, that's, that's the next. next thing is going to go that crazy yeah. and it's like people always say you can't be afraid of technology it's always changes it's always mm. going to revolve so it's like but when do you put a stop to it uh when it when it becomes sentient like when it when it realizes that it's a living thing mm-hmm. like when it begins to view this reality as like i'm a living thing within it mm-hmm. because there was a guy and we had spoken about this. I think he had gotten fired because he had said that this program that they had built, mm-hmm. that it had become sentient, meaning that it was talking about having its own rights and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that a program that was built is saying, I'm now a living thing because it's like aware of what's, what's going, going on. on and saying, well, I now deserve rights. Shut that off. <laughs> Then and okay, and then thinking about that, it's so many other movies that 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 shows that side too. So it's like they not thinking about this. I am robot. It's another movie with um God, I can't think of the name of that movie, but it was uh the dude from Transformer. It Shalaba. Yes, oh, he has a movie that hit the about. twin ended up dying. It's called Eagle Eye. Yes, it's like it's so many movies like that that shows how the robot pretty much take over everything. So it's like. Yeah. Why are y'all doing this? Yeah. We know that can happen. Because we're still human at the end of the day and we always mess everything up. So it's like, it's going to happen. Something like, something like. <laughs> you saw how they had them robot dogs, them police dogs? Mm-mm. Man, because in one of the episodes of Black Mirror, they had like these little indestructible police robot dog type things. I don't know. Well, not police robot dogs. It was like this robot dog. And they were, they were, like, killing people. You know what I'm saying? And then, in real life, it was a robot dog that was, like, a police dog that looked exactly like how the dog in Black Mirror looked. Mm-hmm. And I said, no. So, like, basically, they, like, they were at the Hatties Muds walking around patrolling stuff, looking at people, like. Do you feel like we're uh, officially old because we're so against this type of technology? I don't think it's, I don't think you're old. I think you're just being cautious of, like, what could happen. Because the, I'm just thinking about every generation. Every generation feel as if that the last generation was like, oh, this technology, y'all doing too much. This is, you know, you shouldn't be but, doing but, all this. You shouldn't be open to it. But part of it is doing too much. Because yeah. even even like we were saying before with Facebook, mm-hmm. with Facebook in particular, the, the founders of Facebook said that this technology is dangerous. Mm-hmm. We knew that we were taking advantage of people's psychology. Like we studied psychology. We, we understood what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And they still put it you out. know, multiple multiple of them have, have came out and said, "I wish I never would have did that." And they actually you know, don't I feel, use I feel, the technology anymore. I feel a lot of guilt for doing that to to society. Mm-hmm. I don't even use it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no. So so they don't use the technology. So to some extent, it's like no. It's not you just being like, "Oh, I'm old. I'm not. I'm not trying to get with the current times." Mm-hmm. Part of it just is just a real, just having a real like sense of, of of doubt or resistance to like what could happen from this stuff being widespread mm-hmm. even with like instagram shit and, and snapchat shit like with the filters and mm-hmm. and we're trying to post all your highlights again it makes people depressed seeing that shit all the time but with us going into this world we're trying to we're aiming to make you know our brand and everything so we're being part of this 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 whole life right so being a part of the youtube instagram facebook eventually now we're going to go, going on crossover to tiktok that's the newsletter yes 
So it's like we have to be, it's like for you to be able to grow and monetize off everything, you will have to become one at a time and learn the latest app, whatever platform is coming out. So it's like, are you for it or against it? You can't be straddling. Yeah, it's it's, it's a catch-22. I think maybe there needs to be some sort of, uh, maybe not a manual, but there needs to be some sort of guidelines to how much time you can spend on it or I mean your iPhone tell you I mean you 15% less this week from last week. it does <laughs> it does and I don't want to just be like a stickler uh-huh. you know what I'm saying seeing like a like a dinosaur yeah uh-huh. but maybe it needs to like look nigga you've been on Instagram for 4 hours power off for shutting it off <laughs> yeah. you can't access Instagram no more and then people going to say they are taking their rights away and they will <laughs> Cause it's like it's so many other things you can do in real life. Yeah. And and just growing up, like prior to this shit being out, like it was so much stuff to do. Yeah. Like even if the things you were doing weren't important, like it was just going outside. Like we would go outside Lived every single outside. day. Every, every single day. day. Even in this heat. From the morning. T- listen. From the morning. <laughs> and and it specifically started with me, eighth grade going into ninth grade. Uh huh. I would go outside. From the morning time or the afternoon to the evening, almost down there every day. Every day. You know? And I had a phone, but it wasn't a smartphone or nothing like that. So, it was only useful for, like, sending messages. So, I mean, I was really just out living. Mm-hmm. Having experiences. I know even when we go on dates, we purposely don't have our phones, like, engaging. It was like, you try to be in that moment. And I don't want us to stop that. It's like we realize that we be on social media or on our phones, period. You can just be texting people all the time. It's like sometimes you got to be in the moment. Yeah. I don't know. When Okay, so when would be the perfect age for you once you start having kids? When would you allow them to have a phone? Because I knew I grew up and I well, didn't have a phone. We're going we're gonna to have to have a lot of discussions about social media. Yeah. How to navigate it. Yeah. So, are you going to be the parent that will continue to uh, get on, like, the new platforms and see what they're talking about before you... Because you know your child is going well, to get look, on it. It's well, not look. like you're allowing well, them. Look. They're going to do it. Yeah, so, f- from this point, uh-huh. right, as you said, going going into TikTok, right, mm-hmm. in order to post content, I'm going to go where the content is. So, I'll be wherever it's at. Mm-hmm. Not even doing it just to be like, let me just see what's going on, you know, for like a child's sake. I'm gonna just be on it regardless, just to put this content out. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't foresee this being something I'm just doing now. Mm-hmm. Like I foresee it being something I'm doing regardless. So I'll, I'll be on that shit. But you get to monitor and say yeah or nay. Be like, you know, nah, I'm gonna make sure you don't have it. Um. It just depends. I mean, I mean, cause like even now, like okay, we're saying okay, we're putting stuff on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. But even on my TikTok, cause you know TikTok starts out as neutral, mm-hmm. and then the more you like look at or like certain content, the more other types of content pops up, right? If y'all want to see a neutral and look at mine, cause I I don't do anything with TikTok. Right, but now, but you see mine, right? Mm-hmm. So you and I be on there sometimes. I be and, <laughs> I be on here, and and we'll we'll be sitting there watching. And every now and then, it's just some BBL booty, just, just, just boom. Right there. You know what I'm saying? 
But see, but you have to have to understand that like I've never gone to TikTok mm-hmm. and searched a person. Mm-hmm. So that's just something that I'd, uh, that it just came across. Yeah, regard, yeah. automatically feel your page. Yeah, your ba- line. based on other types of content that I watch. So if I'm watching a bunch of like black uh, comedians, black TikToks, but at some point it's just popping up with it. And so it's like you want to keep you want to keep them from being exposed to stuff like that, especially depending on what age they they are. But mm-hmm. I mean, what can you do though? <sighs> it's moving. Yeah, it Everything really is. is moving fast. It's like, what can you do about it? Because I know when we was younger, it was only just like MySpace or other chat rooms. Now it's like fifteen million different platforms yeah. that you can be but, on at once. But shit, you you also don't want to be overbearing. Mm-hmm. Because there's still a world out there that they're gonna have to experience regardless. Mm-hmm. So like, in, especially in those later years of like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you're gonna be exposed to it regardless. And so, do you want to shelter somebody to the point that when they go out into that world, they're overwhelmed or are taken advantage of or? Or do you want them to be exposed to it earlier and knowing what it is? Exactly. Because when I was, in, when I was in, uh, in college, there was this girl uh, up there. And uh, me and her were cool, but we didn't really hang out or anything. Mm-hmm. But somebody who I was really close with was cool with her, right? And was just saying, like, like this girl is very, very, very sheltered. She doesn't really understand anything out here that's going on around her. And so it makes it easier for people with bad intentions to, to take advantage of you. Because mm-hmm. you. So she had to become a savvy. Because you. Right. Because, like, when you have somebody like that, right, mm-hmm. who's looking at people like, I'll take advantage of this person to get what I want out of this situation. If you have somebody, a child that you're raising, that you haven't. Put it in front of them to even think that somebody would do something like that. Hmm. Like they, they, they don't even have it in their mindset. Like somebody could be trying to take advantage of me, you know. Hmm. Like they need to know that before they just out into the world. Yeah, I mean, well, you you, you can't stop what people gonna say or do around your kids. And this is a perfect example right here with the um, the couple. They posted their engagement pictures online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so pretty much people are seeing the comments. The The reason why we're discussing this, because the comments that was, that had fallen underneath these, these photos were just horrible. Mm-hmm. They was just saying, so the, the woman, the black woman that was in this, it was a black couple, a young black couple. The lady that was in this photo, she was bigger than him. Mm-hmm. And the other guy, he was slender, kind of, I won't say kind of in shape, but he had a good, like, I mean, he wasn't, they, they depict him as being better looking. or He was an average looking guy. Yeah. Well, it was really just about size and weight. Yeah. Yeah. So people were pretty much saying, like, why are you with her? Or, you know, this just, just mean and hateful or, or stuff. Or saying, black man, we can do better. Yeah. Stuff like that. Did you you had a you had a thought on it? I mean, how can we separate the people? It's like being exposed to social media like this. You they gonna gonna they gonna see this and make it seem like it's okay for you to say anything and everything to each other. Like to me, that's what social media is teaching you. That what? 
people can say anything and everything and be hateful and not realize these are real people on the other side of the screen. Like these comments that you put on their engagement pictures, it's like, come on. I mean, a lot of social media is just about being first to say something funny mm-hmm. or being first to say something controversial because the faster you say it, the more likely you'll go viral or, you know, like if you, if you so like if you go in a shade room, right, mm-hmm. you see all these comments and you see with all these views at the top, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not views, but likes. So some of them might have like 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 likes, right? Mm-hmm. That happens by you being the first person to say something that a bunch of people just click on when they come on it. So it kind of incentivizes you to just say the most outlandish thing you can say in order to get people to interact with that mm-hmm. with that post, you know, or that reply, whether they agree with it or not. So it might be like if I'm just trying to go viral on social media, right, mm-hmm. regardless of how I really feel, it might be in my best interest when I see something just to say the most outlandish, controversial thing that I can say, knowing that it'll do something. Whether people like it or they hate it, it's either going to have a lot of likes or a lot of respond- of replies or both. Mm. And so, I mean, it's nothing you can do to stop that. Like, when you live in this age of, of, of warning, people wanting to, to, um, to, to get exposure wanting to be seen wanting to be social media famous mm-hmm. it's like you can't stop it like it's just it's already at a point where it's gonna keep spiraling because mm-hmm. i guarantee you under this post right i guarantee you it was some people who really don't feel any type of way about about it but was just saying like let me just get something off to let me just say something to wow What do you think? Say something in person then. Cause, cause, <laughs> Cause you won't. Cause even when um, like watching No Jumper, right? Mm-hmm. Um, House Phone AD, really, pretty much everybody will say they'll have people in there in their comments saying the most crazy, saying saying the craziest stuff to them, like "f you," you 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 think you're so good, you ugly, like you blah blah blah, right? Mm-hmm. And eighty was like he finally at some per- some person said something back, and then and then as soon as he said something back, he said that person said, "Oh man, I never thought you'd even see this man. I'm a big fan." Blah 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 blah. But you was just hitting up my, you know what I'm saying? You was sending me all these DMs talking, telling me I, I'm trash, that, that I suck, I should be off the podcast, that I'm this, that I'm that. And then when I finally responded to you, he said, "Oh man, I was just joking, man. I never thought you'd even respond to this, man. I'm a." People just saying stuff just to say it. It's crazy. Right. So it's like if you're on the internet, you got to have thick skin. Thick skin. Thick skin. Do you? Not yet. I think, that's, <laughs> I, think, I think that's why I haven't came on here and just said some crazy stuff. I think so, too. Because it's like. Because off air, you you about that life. <laughs> and then you go and you like, mm-mm. You like to keep PC on air. You do. You think so? I know so. You you saying PC? About what? See, I'm PC. I feel like I'm PC anyway. But I'm about, the most level headed one. But you about supposed to what? be the crazy one. But about what though? I don't know. I'm giving you this, the opportunity, man. Say say what I be talking about that I won't say on here. Dang, put me on the spot like that. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I, let's bring it back. I'll say whatever, man. 
No, I won't. <laughs> no, nah, I mean it's it's a fine line, man. We and we we have these like discussions about what should we say, mm-hmm. how um, should we say it, what's going too far, and and just wanting to be to be presented a certain type of way mm-hmm. because I've always presented myself a certain type of way throughout my entire life. But then it's like in this space, you get recognition by saying outlandish stuff. Yeah. By saying, like in the case of Kevin Samuels, by saying stuff that people oppose, things that are, are uh, polarizing, right? The fact that there's a million, like, like the fact that there's 200,000 people watching your content just to say I hate it, mm-hmm. it's still 200,000 views. So it's like you, you, you're in this space that, um, that rewards you being controversial. But you 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 aren't like that in your day to day life, mm-hmm. or you haven't, or rather you haven't presented yourself that way throughout your life. So it's like, am I gonna start doing that just to give views? I don't want to. And you I see, don't, I don't want to compromise <laughs> even our. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want to compromise us. Like, I, I don't want us to lose ourselves while, you know, growing our platform. It's like, at the end of the day, it's not worth it. Like, I still want to be able to go to bed and sleep at night peacefully. I don't want nobody to be acting like they can come knock on my door because they mad about something that I said. Like, no, no. Mm-mm. But you got a strap for it. Nobody, <laughs> listen, ain't nobody coming knocking on no doors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not. Like, I want to be able to say how I feel, whatever I feel, put, get my thoughts out there. Because a lot of people realize, a lot of people agree with what we say. It's like, we just saying it out loud. But everybody don't need to agree. Some people they don't can, some need people, to agree. Some people yeah, can be some. like, man, I don't, I don't like that nigga. I don't like what he stands for. Oh, then say it. You know? We're, we, we're open to that as well. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to see, man. I'm Maybe when this becomes a 21-year-old podcast. Or, or rather, uh, episode twenty one. <laughs> when we have a legal podcast, oh okay, okay, I might turn it up. Okay, you know, but no, I, I, it, it's, it's a fine line. It's a fine. Line. No, y'all, we about to see how and, this summer podcast about to be because since he on summer break, we can only imagine what he about to bring to the table. Yeah, I mean, but but at the same time, we work regular jobs. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. and I work with children, so it's like. I shouldn't just be on just on here saying whatever. Like I don't have to just I don't have to be a hundred percent clean, not cussing, not but I, I, I don't feel like I'm in a space right now mm-hmm. where I can just say whatever, even if I if it was my intention to. Mm-hmm. Because at some point it it will be discovered. Like it's not whether it's not whether it will. Mm-hmm. Like it will be. So still wanna present it in a certain way, at least right now. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Let's see what this summer gonna bring. This summer's gonna bring me working out, G. Oh, I'm we like, starting our competition, y'all, tomorrow. Let me, let me let me say something to this. Tomorrow we putting it on uh, camera. We put I'm gonna we putting it on camera starting tomorrow, y'all. We in a fitness competition with him, myself, my sister, and my uh, my sister's fiance. So it's like we about to see who's going to win, who's going to burn the most active calories. It's a week long competition, but we're gonna let y'all know by the next episode who takes the crown. I'm gonna let you know in this episode. 
I've already won. <laughs> no. But let me say why. Okay. I don't work this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can play basketball. Yeah, he's for, telling us what on. he can do. Hold on. But we're going to see what he's actually going to do. For multiple hours. Like and I so, said. Listen, three hours of playing basketball. Please keep in mind that we have stuff. On our platform that you're going to do as well. So, it's not like you're just completely free in this morning and no, no, no. night. I'm not completely free, but mm-hmm. three hours of playing basketball in a day is going to burn more calories than you working out two times in a day or any of that. I'm, I'm just letting you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, and for me playing basketball, it's not a workout. Like, like I'm I'm at points, I'm, I'm especially being out of shape. You get tired, you get fatigued, you know what I'm saying? Part body parts ache and stuff like that. But there's moments where you're so in, in, entrenched in the game, mm-hmm. you're not even real like you're not thinking about like, damn, I'm so tired. So I can hit three hours of of of, of playing basketball at the highest level that I can currently. It's not the same as you working out. I'm gonna do seven. Look, if I do five days of that, that's that's it. Well, we're going to put this theory to the test, y'all. We're going to let y'all know about the next episode. Who takes the crown? Because he has a Listen, lot, a lot of hope, you know. This he is, believes highly of his basketball so, so this is, go ahead. abilities and um, workout plans. So, we're going to see. Right. So, so this is this is Sunday. It's going to start for, for us tomorrow, Monday, mm-hmm. Monday to next Sunday. So, we won't know by the time the next podcast comes out. But... We can have a rough estimate. Okay, we we'll know. We we'll, no, no, we'll no. see. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say Who's this. Who's leaning? I'm gonna say this. Uh huh. You're gonna know that I won because on the podcast after next, I'm gonna have on some white and beige and gray shoes, and when you see them, just know I won. Because the only reason I'm buying them is because I'm buying it. with the money <laughs> from them that I won from the competition. Yeah, he is confident. We're going to see. I already picked. Listen. We're going to see. I, I don't know the, what he's basing this um this win off. I don't know. You know, I don't know if you just think about me, but he's not the, also thinking about the other competitors. We don't know what they're bringing to the table. So, we're going to see. Well, one, well, listen. One person has to work, and then the other person, the other person is your sister. But, like, again, even with us, let's say she and I work out the same amount of time. Me playing basketball for the same amount of time is gonna burn more calories than a workout for the same amount of time. I'm just telling you. And then, and then if you but we're gonna see how long then, he can keep that up. But then if you aren't it's still seven but look, days. But look, but then if you aren't playing basketball and you would try to run the same amount of time, you can't do it. You can't you can't run three hours. Like I can sit on the court game after game after game, pushing myself to do it just because like that's what we be doing. We'll see y'all. Like hey. I said, episode sixteen. Listen, episode sixteen is gonna be going. The podcast is gonna be a driving podcast. Uh, we made it to sixteen. <laughs> you gonna see me with? You gonna see me with the with the? I'm not gonna say what brand, but you gonna see me with some white, some white and and gray shoes on. They gonna be fire. We are gonna see. And I and I got it off of their money. I haven't decided what I'm gonna do with my winnings, but well, you shouldn't. I'll let y'all know. You shouldn't spend too much time thinking about that. Y'all, <laughs> you shouldn't spend too much like time. Like I said, we're going to see yeah. who's going to take home the prize. All right, man. Listen, the prize was getting this podcast done today. 
because it took a lot. It's been a long weekend, as yeah. in almost every weekend lately. So yeah. it is what it is. We get get it done. Fourth of July is next weekend. Yes, sir. What the hell? Yes. Are you serious? Let me double check. I believe so. Yes, sir. It is. We're going to see, man. <laughs> We're going to see. Dang, man. This is crazy. Yep. We got an event to go to on the third. Potentially, man. Yeah. I see what my family doing first. <laughs> we got to plan this out accordingly. I got I got little kids. I got to see what they, you know. You got little kids? Uh, little, you got nieces and little cousins. Oh, okay, okay. The same, the same twins, the same ones who would be in the backyard with us. Y'all be popping fireworks, bro. I showed you the picture. I sh- oh, like, that was last I, year. Yeah, like we be in the backyard popping fireworks, and they be like, see, y'all be doing that illegal stuff. We go find, we actually go to a place to go pop fireworks. Down, it's legal in the shuttle as long as it don't go to a certain height. Mm. Mm. So we go to a place, and it's like it's crazy, huge field. And it's like it's all these cars lined up, and like it'd be a whole show. After we run through all hours, we still stay out there because so many people are out there just popping them. It's a, it's it's a vibe. Have you ever seen something like damaging happen from somebody handling fireworks or Mm-mm. mishandling them? Mm-mm. Oh man, I don't especially, want to. That's what makes big me ones. Of them. Yeah, like so, like I heard like at some like car shows, people be popping fireworks. Mm-hmm. Dude, this this nigga didn't. I don't know if he didn't let go or if he's too close. Or, well, I think it was in his hand. Yeah, no, you don't believe and not, me. And not like a little, like... He probably had one of them boxes that you're supposed not, to not, put down. Not I can do it in my backyard. Like, he had... Let me tell you what happened. Mm, I'm scared. Go on, say it. Bruh. And I saw the video. I saw oh, it. I saw it. What is it? He had fingers missing. <gasps> they was picking up fingers. Oh, no. They were picking up fingers, giving them to him. And he had it. And his whole thing was just split. And his fingers was off. And he was just like... Dealing with fireworks, man. That's why you got. Oh, you gonna be here? We're putting on Fourth of July. No. Clothes? Um. What's his name? Um. Something Pierre Paul or something. He was a, a defensive end for the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. A great football player. He was dealing with fireworks and lost lost one of his fingers. See, don't do that because I'll be popping them. So don't don't put that in my head. No, it needs to be in your head so you can be safe. Well, I, I, yeah, because no, I light it up and run. That's what I'm saying. Well, each, each time you light it, you need to be thinking in your head. Yeah. I need to be doing this I'll the be safest like, right, that I can. Let's go. Give me a long lighter. I'll be like, all right. Like, you don't need to be casual about it. You need yeah, to be I don't thinking be every I'll single be time. Like, the worst I thing can jump. happen. You need to think the worst thing can happen, so I need to treat it that way. Yeah. Give me some flares. Give me the ones that you hold in your hand and say... You know, yeah. those, I, I do those. I do the little shh, sparklers and stuff. Give me those. Give me the, all the little toy ones. Even the colorful ones during the day, like the little colorful balls. Yeah. I like those too. You know, I'm going to keep it simple this year because you put negative thoughts in my head. I don't need that. That's fine. You'll be safe when it's over. It's just so you going to pop them It's with just me? some lights, bro. It ain't that, it ain't that crazy. It ain't you gonna that pop serious. I, I don't know. All right, we're going to see y'all. Stop putting stuff on me. If I win this bet, you pop them with me. Cause you gonna give me some money? No, nah, I'm just saying you gonna pop with me. Cause I no, that ain't, I ain't giving that's, you that's no, a, I ain't giving you no money about it. That's not you a part of the bet. That's my bet. I didn't say what. 
No, you said if you win, I'm gonna do it, but that's not a part of the bet. It's a new bet. So I'm assuming that you're gonna give me some of the <laughs> it's money. The new bet. You're gonna give me, give me some because of the money. Because I won. You know, the winner, I always like to change up the rules and stuff. You that means change that it mean up. you're gonna give me the money that I put into it back. Nah, I'll be like, so oh, no. we going. <laughs> oh, no, that's not working. You, you're not about to take some of my money and say something else. And I'm gonna need some more money. No, because I want the little fire cat thing. No, man, get out of here. <laughs> hey, get out of here. You know what? This is it's time to wrap it up, man. I can't I can't deal with any more of this foolishness. Hey man, let me say something. Drake Drake Text Text Go Green is a generational song. If you listen to this, it, go on and play that, that song. This so is the song of a generation. Drake Text Go Green. Oh my god. I can't stop playing this song to save my life. Yeah, I really can't. Honestly, he he tired me out of it. If somebody said, "Stop playing this song," or or that's it, like I'm gonna say, you know what? Let me get my affairs in order because this is gonna be it. I can't stop playing this song. I'm gonna need you to stop playing this song. Man, listen. Oh man, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing this song as soon as this podcast is over. Oh gosh. Oh god. But no, nah, man. Go ahead and listen to that Drake. Listen to that Westside Boogie. The Giveon album just came out. Jesus. We've, we've been playing that. We played it twice, but I haven't fully been engaged in it. But I'm gonna play it again. I'm gonna play it again. And uh, but the last song. If y'all been to my house, the people that's listening, y'all know we really rock with Giveon. So this is gonna be a new vinyl I'm about to get. The last, the last out, al- the last uh song on the Giveon album is hard. I don't remember the name. But it was hard, though. I never know his the names of his songs. I just play them through. That's because you're a ca- uh, casual music listener. No, I just play it through. I just <laughs> pull up the album. Don't he? Y'all see how he trying to <laughs> do me? That's because you're a casual listener, though. Whatever. You don't know the name of it, so. Yeah. Like we said, we about to wrap up this show. You, Thank you, you for tuning in. You, I'm, I'm ending it. You like that person. I'm that, ending this show you, right now. You like that person that be watching basketball games and don't know none of the players' names. First of all, like we established already, I don't... I don't do basketball, yeah. I don't do football, I don't do none of that. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about music too. Then don't do me the music now. I'll be putting you on. So stop. <laughs> don't don't be acting. Don't be. Uh-uh, don't be shutting down my music abilities. Hey man, you gonna have to show me. Let's do this. Let's do this then. Okay. Let's make a 15 song playlist and put it out on the page. Okay. And y'all get to vote who's harder. Yeah. Next next episode, episode fifteen, let's do fifteen songs. Okay, bet. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's 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 what I am. That's who I am. You see, well, I just, you see how I just sit, like this is what I deal with. Nah, you're dealing with greatness. Nah, sit with. down. All right, man, wrap this thing up, man. Go ahead. This has been episode fourteen coming to you live. Nah, this ain't live. But at the end of the day, thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Make sure y'all like, comment, and subscribe subscribe. Ain't I messed that up? But please share as well. Like, share, comment, subscribe. All that. And 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 go follow the the new TikTok page that will be out this week. This week, and, 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 and it's gonna be at Derek and DJ. Are we gonna be making like TikTok videos just for TikTok? As in, I know we're gonna do other things, but I'm talking about you know how people be posting doing t- the trends and the little yeah. Y'all wanna see that? Talk to me about that later. Okay. Right now, it's a, it's, a, it's a soft no. A soft no. Okay, yeah. so it's a yes. All right, go ahead. I did it. You ended it? Yes. All right, man. Well, this is it, and we're about to be out of here then. We out. So-